Welcome, soft hearts. This is What is Romance, hosted by me, your favorite cynical romance author, Shy August. What we do here is ask your favorite romance author or your next favorite romance author to help us define what is romance. The definition of romance is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. But we all know love and romance are as individual as each person. What works for one person doesn't necessarily work for another. You only have to take a look at all the different genres of romance to know that what engages some women won't engage others. The definition of romance does us a disservice. We all know when our heart engages with something or someone, but romance is treated like a dirty word. On this podcast, we want to break down the gestures, excitements, actions, and feelings of love that make the heart go boom. Ma'am, I can't believe you. I cannot believe you. That man was my father. I murdered him in cold blood. <laughs> Tell me you still love me. I love you. I like this. Why? 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 I'm going to need all of this whiskey over here, aren't I? <laughs> I done brought up like 10 books. I'm like, gosh. <laughs> Oh, let me know when you're ready. You will get this thing started. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So welcome, soft hearts. This is What is Romance? And you know, I'm Shy August, your favorite cynical romance author. Tonight, we have one of my writing buddies, my sprint buddy. We hang out probably almost every week and talk about books, or we try to talk about books, but we get off topic a lot. A whole, whole lot. And I mean that. (laughs) Because we're supposed to be talking about books, but then it just segues into everything else. So tonight with me is your girl, Phoenix Williams. Um, You know, wherever I go, she's there. Wherever she goes, I try to follow. Um, But I'm not a big enough girl or a big enough author to keep up with her. So... (laughs) That is not true. (laughs) so true you know what I know it everybody else knows so Phoenix welcome to what is romance tell me how you've been doing I've been good since we talked yesterday (laughs) (laughs) just yesterday was it yesterday yesterday who knows we talk like all the time yeah if people could read our chats they'd be so scandalized <laughs> i'm like wow these ladies are so mature and doing big author stuff and we're just sending like funny memes <laughs> <laughs> memes and gifts memes and gifts that's how i communicate <laughs> it is but the way to my heart great. i've been great you know just out here trying to live my nano dreams it's not going well, but I'm trying. <laughs> Nano kicks my ass every year. I know it kicks your ass every year. Absolutely. I come in like the first week. I'm like, yeah, 10,000 words down. The second week comes and I'm like, look, man. Negative five words. Hard. Negative five words. My fingers hurt. I can't do this right now. I'm tired. <laughs> 
Can you go with your fingers hurt again? Why are you like this? <laughs> okay, let's get to these questions okay. so we can we can have more fun later. Oh gosh, I'm so scared to ask these. So, when did you fall in love with romance? Oh wow, take me back, DeLorean. Okay, so um I apologize to your listeners. All righty, so we lost some giggles. Um, so I um I I think I've always loved reading. I've mm-hmm. always loved reading. My mom tells a story about how um because you know we was po couldn't afford the O and R. But when, when when we when I was growing up, we had like you know those encyclopedias that everybody had in their house, and so I would read them because I was bored. But I didn't fall in love with romance until one day in the mail we got this catalog for this place called black expressions okay and i told my mom hey look they're giving out 10 free books i know anything about any fine print okay so i was like yeah 10 free books <laughs> she was like okay fine go ahead get your free books whatever and they started sending the books to the house every month and then she got a bill and she got mad but that's what i realized when i started reading like omar tyree and brenda jackson and uh francis ray Oh my God, number one with Black authors and number two, oh my gosh, I love romance. <laughs> I, I, I want to live like this. And before, the only romance I saw was Disney princesses. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to find a billionaire prince just walking around. That There's only so, many, so many of them. There's only so <laughs> many of them. <laughs> but that's so when I knew that I wanted to, uh, I, I loved romance and I, became like you know uh i would go to the library during the summertime and i'll go to my aunt in augusta georgia and i would go visit her my grandma and she would take me to the library every week and i would just fill my arms up with books and go back to my grandma's house because you know back then we didn't have the internet children okay you had to make your own fun and being with an elderly woman wasn't a lot of fun going on okay so (laughs) i had to make your own fun (laughs) I'm so done with you already. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> I love that your only reference to romance before books was TV and movie. And I love how you just fell into it automatically after you got exposed to it the first time. That's how it goes. That's how life works. Mm-hmm. You find something once and you like it, keep trying it unless it's crack. You keep doing it, you know, and... <laughs> This is a horrible interview. I'm sorry, shy. <laughs> We're gonna fix it. Okay. So, what does romance mean to you? Cool. Okay. So, anyone who knows me knows I'm not like the sappy girl. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and look for unicorns in the sky. Love to me is the absence of pride. Mm-hmm. Love to me is being honest not just with the other person but with yourself and so I try to put that in my books where my characters are finding love as they are finding themselves Mm. because a lot of times we have a tendency to lie to ourselves about who we are and what we want and then we're wondering why we can't get what we want because you're not telling yourself the truth so you like so, your characters to go on a journey of self-discovery as they're falling in love. Exactly. 
gotcha 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 that's that that makes so much sense especially since i've read so much of your work now (laughs) (laughs) because i i I never associated the journey um to love with the journey to self Mm -hmm. but i think that makes complete sense now that i think about it because all my characters are bad people you know if we're if we are just laying out their character traits on paper these are all really bad people okay (laughs) but as the story goes along they find some kind of redemption and that all starts with being honest and saying you know what i'm a bad person i'm out here just killing folks for money i'm gonna fall in love when i'm out here murdering folks (laughs) especially in the queens of these series you got a lot of people getting dead over there you were one of them i apologize yes you did murder me <laughs> if you haven't read queen's face phoenix named one of the characters after me and then she murdered me in cold you blood died a glorious death you died in war <laughs> she killed me she killed me and i shall never be alive again well you know that's where the hooky crumbles <laughs> <laughs> so evil it's just so evil Okay, so what are your top three favorite romance tropes? Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) So um, let's get to the dark side. I love enemies to lovers. Give me a bully romance. Okay, I want him to make her cry. I want her to get them back. I want them to hate each other. Okay, I love that. Um, I like stuck together especially if they don't like each other mm-hmm. um, because when you're stuck together in a place and I have been that person sitting there stuck with someone at the airport because O'Hare has shut down and I'm stuck in Atlanta all right <laughs> it's never fun when you're traveling somewhere and you're just stuck okay mm-hmm. um, I love that and then I also like the uh the forbidden romance you know oh it's my old high school professor or my mom's best friend's ex-husband yes people who should not be together okay did you say mom's best friend's ex-husband girl your mama and your mama's best friend gonna get you for that one no they all now i whooped them they can't take me (laughs) (laughs) so you say so you say but it's two of them and one of you (laughs) they can't run i got bad hips As somebody who's older, I'm going to tell you, old age beats you every day. (laughs) But whatever. Okay. So this is going to be a hard one for you. Oh, go ahead. Your top five romance authors. Ah, shit. Okay. Okay. Shy August, shy August, shy August, shy August. Bullshit, 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 bullshit. (laughs) Ten though you are definitely in my top ten. Okay. Okay. Thank so we're talking top five. Oh gosh, oh, God, this hurts me. It's like picking my favorite child. I only have one. Um, Zuri Day. Mm-hmm. I love her. I think she's brilliant in the way that she writes. Okay. Um, oh God, this hurts me. This hurts me a lot. It shouldn't hurt you. It does because I love them all. Mm-hmm. And it's like picking your favorite liquor. You know, you like them all. Whiskey. That was easy. 
I can't pick one. Bourbon. That was easy. Bourbon whiskey. Even better. You see how that works? No. No, no. <laughs> um, okay, so um, Naomi O'Brien, I like her Strong Heat series, or the Strong Family series. That was, that was a really good series. Um, uh, Mm -hmm. Jesus, help me make a decision. <laughs> you know, I'm indecisive and shy. Put me on the spot. Why don't you give me this list of questions beforehand? Oh, I, I could have had all day to think about it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> then it wouldn't be a spontaneous interview if I gave you the questions ahead of time. Okay, I'm going to say Frances Ray, because mm -hmm. I grew up on her. Okay. Um, I'm going to say Eric Jerome Dickey, because it's classic. You see, this is a real struggle for me. Like, I'm like, I, I, I feel like I am a dentist about to extract some wisdom teeth from you. And then I would say, because ah, it hurts me. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I have. Mm. <laughs> It's so hard. Uh, oh my is, god! If you hemmed and hard any harder, harder, I know. Okay, okay, okay. I have this appear. I'm still thinking. Okay, come you back need extra to the time. Do you need extra time? Do you need extra authors? Yeah, come back to that. Come back to that. <laughs> oh god it hurts me okay so we're gonna we're gonna move on from your favorite romance authors but we'll we'll return oh please don't yes we are yes we are what's the most romantic thing someone has done for you i've dated a lot of losers okay um... <laughs> okay Okay, so now look, okay, and this is going to show how bad Mary B. Morrison, there's my fifth. Um, this is really going to show she wrestles on how to ask erotica, okay? I love it. Um, <laughs> now, uh, this is going to show how, how many frogs I've kissed. Um, I have yet to find the prince, but when I was in college, there was this guy, I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, he used to, I, I lived like three hours outside of Chicago, going to college, right? He would drive from the south side of Chicago all the way to my place to bring me some JJ fish. And I thought that was so romantic because I was hungry. I was a poor college student. Okay. And then he was give me my food and I'm sorry, see you next week. He'd leave. And he would come back next week. Okay, so first you have to explain what JJ's fish is. Oh, okay. If you are ever in the Chicagoland area, you have got to come to JJ Fish. It is the best fried fish in the city. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, they got the catfish, they got the tilapia, they got they got salmon and stuff like that too. They got perch and all that, but they got palm fish. They fry it up perfect. Get it with a side of mild sauce. Comes with fries and a piece of bread. And then they also have, you know, other stuff on the menu as well. Um, they're like Harold's, but with fish. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. And you made a guy drive three hours to bring you a plate of fish. I didn't make him. He did it on his own when I said I wanted some fish. Okay. That's love. But right by there. the time it got to you, it was cold. But they got right in that oven and heated right back up. Okay, then. <laughs> so let's flip it. What's the most romantic thing you have done for someone? Okay, I go all out when I'm trying to be romantic, okay? So I was dating a guy. It was Sweetest Day. So you I have to explain what the Sweetest Day is for the, for the non-Midwestern people. Oh, okay. Sweetest Day is like Valentine's Day, but for the men. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, it's Sweetest Day, and I went ahead and I booked the hotel. I, got, I bought him like an outfit, and... Um, we went to uh, went to the hotel, got dressed, went out to dinner, um, came back, you know. And then the next morning, <laughs> next morning we went and we had breakfast and we went out like all around Chicago and seeing the sights. And this had like a nice little romantic time. Mm-hmm. It was great. So a romantic weekend in Chicago, pretty much. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Let's say you met somebody and you were iffy about. What would be the grand romantic gesture they could do that would win your heart? I'm a simple girl. All you would have to do is... Just bring you JJ's fish. (laughs) That don't work on me no more. I learned my lesson. No, uh, what would work, honestly, is for you to do something that showed me that you paid attention to to who I am. I don't need a bunch of money spent. You know what I'm saying? I always tell guys, your money's no good here. What I would um, appreciate is like something simple where it was like, okay, you know what? You know, I love anime Mm -hmm. and you got me tickets to C2E2, which is an anime uh, convention that happens here in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. If you did that, I would know, okay, number one, you pay attention to me and you know the things that I like. And number two, you plan on going with me that weekend and dressing up with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's so if me. they've never cosplayed before, they would have to cosplay with you that weekend. That right there would show, you know what? I'm really into this girl. That I'm really into you because things like that, like you paying attention to the little things. Because yeah, I talk about anime a lot online, but I really don't talk about it a lot in my everyday life. I just like watch it. I'll read the mangas. I might have I have the stickers on the back of my car, but I'm not really like out here discussing. Don't roll your eyes. I'm not out here discussing it, you know, with every person that comes my way. Mm-hmm. So for you to pay attention to the small things about me. Like even if um, like, uh, if she decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to take you on a trip to Seattle so you can go to the original Starbucks. You know how much I love Starbucks? I'll be so excited. Okay. Okay, I got you. Something that would be original and customized for you. Exactly. Show that you are paying attention to the things that I'm doing and saying. Mm-hmm. Don't bring me no flowers. I hate flowers. 
Okay. Because they die, and then I gotta clean that up. <laughs> so, what are the small romantic gestures that get you? I like words of affirmation. <laughs> okay. Somebody did her homework. Oh, look at that. I like words of affirmation, acts of service. Okay. You come over to my place and you mow my lawn. You know what? I think I might love you. <laughs> <laughs> you come oh, over here in a minute and you take the snow off my car. Oh, I'm about to marry you. Okay. <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> so let me make sure I understand this. Mowing the lawn and shoveling snow, and that is a ticket to marriage for you. Here's the thing. It's not even, it's just that you went out of your way to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously you don't live here with me. <laughs> you don't live here with me, okay? So you had to come all the way out here, and I don't live in the city center. I live way out in a rural area. So for you to come out your way, to do those things for me when you did not have to, that just shows me that you really care. All right, then. That is great. So let's go back and review your top five romance authors one more time. Oh, what did I say again? <laughs> okay, I think I said Mary P. Morris and Zuri Day. Damn it, shot. Get on my nerves. <laughs> This is all your fault. This is my fault. Uh, Naomi Bryant. And then with the fifth one, I said, nah, I can't remember. Oh, Francis Ray. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Okay, I just wanted to make sure they stayed the same. But you didn't mention Eric Jerome Dickey. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I got six. You want to go for 10? Just say no. Sure, let's go for 10. No, no I'd rather not. Next, next question. Really? That's the next question. Okay, let's do the next question. <laughs> so, since we know you've done your homework, what is your love language? So, I am a unicorn because I have three. <laughs> Which means I am high maintenance, okay? So, if you try to come over here, <laughs> prepare to work. Uh, so, um, <clears throat> my top three, because uh, they were very, very close in percentages. Okay. was words of affirmation, mm-hmm. acts of service, mm-hmm. and quality time. And that makes so much sense. Because those are all the things you just mentioned in the, what are the grand gestures or the small gestures? And I don't think those are hard things to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. show me that you know me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now the thing is, do you make it easy for people to get to know you? No, I don't. That's why I'm single. Um, <laughs> I know my flaws. I just <laughs> haven't changed them. I go to therapy every week. Look, I know <laughs> that I do not make it easy for people to get to know me. I know that I make it, I have a lot of walls. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so in order for a person to be with me, Mm-hmm. They would have to be patient. If you come with a bulldozer trying to knock down my walls, I'm going to meet you on top of the wall with a machete. Leave me alone. Don't do that, okay? Maybe just knock on the door mm-hmm. and I let you into one wall at a time. 
So they have to traipse through the labyrinth of your walls to get to the center. <laughs> oh, Lord, I don't know if people got the stamina for that. The thing, though, it is, I think I'm worth it. I think I am a catch, and I think I am a good time, and I'm fun to be around, okay? Mm-hmm. And when I do love someone, I love them passionately. I'm super loyal. You'll never have to worry about me out here being for these streets, okay? I don't even like the streets, all right? <laughs> I like the comfort of my house. <laughs> the comfort of my house, okay. That makes sense. So what are some things that you want in a partner to so that you can do romantic things together? I want someone who understands the difference between um, being on the same path as me and then like someone who's trying to consistently be like walking the same road. Like right behind me like we are going in the same direction that's cool you know what i'm saying you don't have to be like hovering over me i need space anyone who will tell you who knows me will tell you that if i ever got married i'd be the kind of person who would like we could live in two different states and that would be perfectly fine because i need my space i want someone who has their own life going on i can't be your lover your best friend your counselor your mama your all that i cannot okay i can barely manage myself so you have to manage you i also want someone obviously who's trustworthy and who has a good sense of humor and who has ambition and if you have those things then you know we can talk if you're listening out there my dream man just you know <laughs> hop in the uh in the dm and tell me your favorite anime. That's why I don't know it's you. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say you wanted to know you wanted a guy who was going to know the difference between an anime and a manga. Well, I mean, that's just comments. <laughs> Shy. That's just comments. I mean, you know, I call them all the same. They're cartoons. So, no, excuse me. Hello. Pause. No. Oh, interview God, interception here. We're taking an intermission from the interview. Shy. This is not cartoons. You would not let a child sit down and watch these anime because they're super violent and risque. What you would do is as an adult is watch. Now, Banka is not even in a cartoon format. It's not even animated. It's a comic. It's like a, a it's like a Japanese comic. Shy, I got to help you now. Okay, I see. I was wrong somewhere in our friendship. <laughs> I mean, you and the kids have been trying to explain to me the difference between graphic novel, manga, anime, blah, 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 blah. And my response is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Just, just let me, just, you know, that, that is for y'all. That is y'all's thing. I'm going to let y'all be that. Fine. Fine. Mm-hmm. 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 But I would like a man that knows that difference. Okay. And if he doesn't, he needs to be open to learn. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, be open to, to know. You know, once you get to your mid-30s, a lot of times people are just setting their ways. But if someone who could, who knows that they are able to still learn something new mm-hmm. and be exposed to different cultures and different things and be cool with that, that's fine. 
I don't want nobody like, nope, this is who I am and this house I was gonna be. I eat by yourself, nigga. I'm not dealing with that. All right. <laughs> okay. I have no problem leaving you. Goodbye. Okay. So let's talk about what do you have coming up? What don't I have coming up? <laughs> nano. I have everything coming up. <laughs> um, so Hellfire Valley Christmas 2 is coming out on December 7th. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that. And then we have Aquarius season coming up uh, in February. Cold Blooded Killers coming out in March. And then I'm working on a, um, not March, in May. And I'm working on a new series called The Brides. And it's definitely not what you're thinking in terms of like dun 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 dun. dun. That's definitely not it. It's more, it's a darker type of thing. You'll see it. When you see, you, you'll know what I'm talking about when you see it. Like, it's not, you know, a super fun romantic thing with unicorns and rainbows and sprinkles. It's, <laughs> it's a romance, but we're going to take some dark, twisted turns when we get to the, the love. Um, and that's going to be coming out hopefully over the summer. The first book will drop. Okay. So you said you were going to read a chapter for us. Yes, I did say that. So what chapter are you reading and from what book is it? It is from the first project I worked with you on, A Shot of Sweetness from Shifted into Love. And it is chapter 11, Sebastian. Um, Just an FYI for any listeners who are not familiar with my work, when we're talking most romantic things, my folks are a little darker on the romance scale. Okay, there's no big grand gestures, but it does have, you know. Listeners, her people are all psychopaths. That's pretty much what I'm trying to get Yes. That is true. All right. Chapter 11, Sebastian. I should be like an audiobook narrator. I have so much fun. This will be my audition. You'd giggle every two seconds. It wouldn't work out. They'd, they'd have to cut more than they would get to play. Oh, so you go think of my next career? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. not, not, not audiobook. Maybe get a right. girl. Chapter 11. Sebastian. Son of a bitch. I rinsed my cut finger under the faucet. Shy, stop laughing. I know it's a romance thing. I started off with son of a bitch, but you can't laugh. I was not laughing. Did you hear me laugh? No. So you laugh. <laughs> oh, let me cut the video. <laughs> okay, chapter 11. Oh, you really cut it. Chapter 11, Sebastian. Son of a bitch. I rinsed my cut finger under the faucet while keeping an eye on the pots bubbling on the stove. Kira, I growled into the phone sitting on the counter. Or should I call you Kiki? You can call me whatever you like, Alpha. Her voice echoes over the chaos in my kitchen. What you can't call me is a gossip. I could order you. You could, but you won't. Stirring the vegetables in one of the pots, I tried to control my urge to roar. How do you know? Because, Sebastian, you're a good man. If only she knew. Glancing at the recipe I begged off my mom, I checked the chicken in the oven. Just tell me what I want to know. 
remembering that little rhyme about manners, I added, please, all you need to know is that she's a good girl, loyal as fuck, eternal optimist. All things I already knew from my first conversation. I had 10 minutes until Genesis showed up for dinner and I was a fucking mess. For the first time in my life, I was worried about what someone else thought about me. Just be yourself, Alpha, and you'll be fine. 30 minutes later, I felt like Kira's words were a prophecy. Genesis was looking at me like I hung the fucking moon and damn did it feel good. She had no expectations for me outside of just being real. That wasn't something I was used to. I was damn near crumbling under the weight of my crew. And here comes this little human popping me up without even knowing it. I have a surprise for you if you're not tired. I'm ready, she laughed. So quick that I blurred, I leaned across the table and captured her lips. What, what was that for? I wanted to taste your happiness, I said, getting up from the table. Her eyes had that drunk look girls got when they were happy, good. Taking her hand, I lifted her from her seat. There's pajamas in the second bathroom on the right. Go take a shower and change. For once, pretty little Genesis was speechless. Running around the house, I changed into my own pajamas and got everything ready. If anyone had told me a month ago that I would be trying to woo a woman, I would have mauled them. I had just put the finishing touches on everything when I heard the door swing open. Heart pounding in my chest and her seductive scent surrounding me, I waited for her to emerge. Oh, she gasped. This is too cute. Glancing around, I tried to see everything from her perspective. A large hammock chair hung from the cedar rafters. The sizzling and popping of logs bounced off the walls as they burned in the fireplace. The drapes on the floor to ceiling windows were pulled back, revealing the star-filled sky and bright moon. Even our plaid flannel pajamas were matching. Taking her by the waist, I carried her over to the hammock and sat her inside. Sitting beside her, I picked up a remote and dimmed all the lights. Jen snuggled against me and everything was right with the world. Even my Jaguar was silent, watching her, or hunting her. There was no way to tell. Are you good? She asked. You were up early, you know, keeping your crew from killing each other. Wrapping an arm around her shoulder, I pressed her closer to me. I don't sleep much. I'm good. Not wanting to answer the questions that were dancing in her eyes, I handed her a glass of spiked hot cocoa. With the click of a few buttons, the large flat screen turned on and the movie started. For the next hour, while Jen watched the notebook, I watched her. Even without Kira's help, I knew no woman could resist this movie. I'm killing this romance shit. As the night rolled on, we ended up watching each other, whispered conversations in the flickering firelight. It wasn't until the next day that I realized something significant. I slept through the night, all thanks to her, Genesis. The shot of sweetness laced with whiskey, the wildcat in human skin, the badass who stood unflinchingly in front of monsters, and apparently the only one on earth that could silence my demons so I could sleep. Elphine, the end. Yeah, to the next chapter when someone's pelvic thrusting against the window. <laughs> but I realized 
something. All of your stuff, you have a cushy scene and then you'll have like comic relief right after it. Do you do that on purpose? I don't even realize if I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. That's a good, yes, you're, you're very correct. Because everything I read today when I was trying to prepare for this, trying to find like the right scene to read that didn't have, you know, heads being chopped off and people murdering for love, I realized that right after that, there was something, there is something funny. You are correct. Well, you know, it uh, eases attention that happens to you know, they were they were very happy romantic so why why do you do that why instead of doubling down on the romance and having a second softer scene do you go for the comic relief is it because you're because trying to- i try to make it as realistic as possible because mm-hmm. in my life usually i'll have something romantic happen and then right after that something that's like what the hell what's going on (laughs) and so I don't think at least my experience hasn't been where you have this romance on top of romance on top of romance on top of romance and I promised myself when I first started writing that I would make my romances as realistic as possible Mm -hmm. so even if we're talking about outside of the paranormal romance and we go to like my fooling around series which is a straight romance, uh, you have this very romantic scene and then one of the guys calls her, you know, her cam girl name instead of her real name. And you're like, what the hell is going on? You know, you just ruined mm. the romance. It's just what happens in real life. You know, people make mistakes. Things are funny. I laugh all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see how you structure that so that it doesn't just feel gushy on top of gushy or sweet with sweet. So you do a mixture. I like it. Thank you. You get me. I get you. All right. So we're going to kind of try and wrap this up. I do have one more question for you. Okay. Where can I, our listeners find you? They can find me everywhere. I am on Instagram phoenix williams books that's where i am most of the time unless i'm in instagram jail which i just got out of uh, but i'm there most of the time uh, twitter is at phoenix underscore william no s on the on the end because someone stole that name uh if you find me on facebook i mean that's great but <laughs> i'll probably won't get to you right away <laughs> i'll answer the messages from like shy <laughs> i feel so lucky <laughs> you only answer my messages ma'am we're gonna do better i have like 30 i'll get to them and then um, wait a minute did you just say you have 30 unread messages yeah oh jesus mary and joseph facebook is for family and friends okay so if you are not any of those folks I'm probably not going to answer you. Now, had you sent that same message on Instagram, I would have gotten to you weeks ago. Oh, okay. And then, you know, you can always email me at phoenixwilliamsbooks at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. What about a website? 
That's coming, actually. After 10 long years, it'll be 10 years in April, that people say, get a website. Yeah, I'm finally doing one. I'm getting a website, okay? It'll be up and running this summer because we're doing a big 10-year anniversary thing. We're doing a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire where people can win up to $2,000. So make sure you stay tuned. Shy is going to be hosting that. She's my own Regis. And um, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. I would not want to be Regis. I'd rather be the, the redheaded lady from... Um... Oh, you are the weakest link. You are the weakest link. <laughs> I would rather be her. What is her name? Now it won't come to me, of course. I'll have to put it in the show notes. <laughs> so we're going to talk later about more stuff. But what was your favorite part about talking about romance tonight? I liked the whole love languages thing, okay? Because I didn't know what mine was. I was just like, look, love me okay but now <laughs> now i know that you were very adamant about me taking that that quiz and now i see how i put those mm-hmm. in my books if you look at all of my characters they don't want gifts they want you to do stuff for them they want you to be there they want you to not be there but like call them you know <laughs> yeah they want you to do things for them so they want you want the acts of service they want the words of affirmation they want the quality time and those are all your love languages yes and so now i when i go out and unleash all of this on the dating world i'll be better prepared good luck (laughs) mothers hide your sons i'm coming oh lord that was a threat FBI is gonna roll up here on a domestic terrorist threat right now. <laughs> Not hide your sons. Oh Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Yeah, well, you know it'd be like that. I'm trying to find, trying to find me a husband. My son about to move out. I'm about, I'm about to be in this house by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> All right. So it has been great talking to you. I am so glad you were able to join me tonight. Thank you for having me. I had a blast. I hope you did. Because, you know, I had to get drunk to do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I see. (laughs) You guys won't see. Well, I I had a guy by me. Oh, he must like you. What's his name? Let's talk about your romance. Okay, Shy. Tell us all about your romance. No, my my I actually um my love language is words of affirmation. You can tell me I'm pretty and smart and you know all day long. And then my acts of service is basically you clean up and feed me and I'm good. So like those are my top two. And that explains so much in my books why, you know, there's always a good long monologue and why there's so much food. Speaking of books, mm-hmm. you want to tell the public anything about, you know, maybe a story about Alonzo? And oh why are we always on Alonzo and Reject Island and, you know, all yeah. those things? Ma'am, if I wrote 
everything you wanted me to write, I would never get anything written. Fine, you know, okay. Sorry, public. Trying to help y'all out, but Shy is putting down her foot. The, the soft hearts know that I am working as diligently as I can to write as much as I can, as quickly as I can. That was so professional sounding. I love it. <laughs> you know, I do have some diplomacy intact. I do have a regular old government job where I got to, you know, pretend like I got good sense. I never pretend. I just like, you know what? You know what you hire when you hire me. You know what was dangerous when you let me in here. <laughs> You knew it was dangerous when you let me in here. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> Ma'am, what? Thanks for joining me on another episode of What is Romance? Phoenix mentioning her falling in love with romance via the Black Expressions Book Club prompted me to do a little research because I too once had a Black Expressions book subscription. According to Erica Hardison via Book Riot, Black Expressions Book Club closed its doors for good around late 2013. Their Facebook page shows that their last post was in 2014. Even though the page hasn't been active in almost a decade, it still maintains a following of more than a quarter million Facebook users. Do you think the Black Expressions Book Club should return? Have they been replaced by some of the more niche and newer subscription boxes? Let me know what you think. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe so you can be updated when the next episode goes live when we're joined by Jamila Jasper. As always, stay romantic.